The Jets are having an offseason to forget if you can even call it much of an offseason. Winnipeg hasn't really been able to sign many great free agents. Uh, no trades appear to be super imminent. And, you know, the fan base is getting restless. Well, while I've been mostly doom and gloom for the past several weeks, I did want to talk about some players that I think might be able to contribute internally to a team that, quite frankly, really needs some depth support. We'll take a look at which of these candidates might be primed for a big breakout in 2022 to 2023. You're locked on the Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends, and welcome to tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. Thank you for choosing to make Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, Odyssey, and YouTube. Doing so is completely free of charge and ensures you never miss another episode. But most of all, we just really love and appreciate your support. On tonight's episode, I wanted to talk about breakout candidates for the Winnipeg Jets. Obviously, right now the roster is in a bit of a rough state. And regardless of who you're projecting where uh, in terms of the lineup, it's not really looking like a team that has, well, more than maybe just a, a playoff appearance, but not much more than that, um, you know, stored up in its ranks. So, Given all of this, you know, obviously it's not really a time where I think a lot of positivity is running and coursing through the, the fan base, but I kind of wanted to circle back and take a look at, well, you know, given who's on hand for the Jets right now, what can we expect from this team and which players might actually be primed for big breakout campaigns, especially players who we've had for maybe a little bit longer than some of the other prospects and stuff and just really haven't had a chance for one reason or another to crack the lineup. So the first player I do want to start off with is a guy that I've personally been a big fan of for many years. I, I think this particular prospect is somebody who's super underrated in this fan base, which is very interesting because when you watch him with the Manitoba Moose, you start to realize that this guy is like very legit. He's got great offensive tools. He's a cerebral player. His offensive positioning is very smart when he makes passes um, and when he kind of starts to read and set up plays, he's a guy who is very cautious, very careful, very calculated, and very inventive. This guy is David Gustafson. Now, I've talked about Gustafson in the past, but thanks to you know some injuries and stuff over the years, he hasn't always been able to make an NHL impact. And the other thing is, you know, with Paul Maurice being the way he was, he was kind of loath to give rookies a really big shot in the lineup. Even with guys like Kyle Connor, there was a bit of a growing period where he wouldn't really give him uh, top six minutes when that was probably where KFC was best suited. With Gustafson, he has a very mature game. Honestly, I think David probably plays a game that was maybe more Paul Maurice's style than Maurice even realized. Uh, unfortunately, you know his most recent run with the team ended prematurely because I think I think he had like a shoulder injury that held him out for much of the year. So. Um, Gustafson is hopefully healthy now and ready for what will be a very big NHL season. I believe Shovel Dayoff has kind of tipped that he is going to be 
one of the main prospects being graduated, which is partly why the Moose have had to get some reinforcements. Gustafson has been one of uh, the Moose's prime players, a really big part of that team, and certainly somebody who I think is kind of underrated within the Jets fan base. One of the big things with Gustafson, uh, aside from his size, is that he's just a supremely intelligent player. I wouldn't say he's quite on the level of somebody like Cole Perfetti. Cole is just a cut above almost every single skater out there. There's a decent argument that he might be maybe the highest IQ player in the entire NHL. Might be a little bit you know, much to say that right now, but I do think that he's certainly top five, top ten, uh, genuinely one of the most intelligent readers of space and understanders of how to create out of almost any situation. With Gustafson, I just think he's a really smart player either way. I think he always makes very clean passes. He understands how to be aggressive without being a little bit overzealous. And because he has a calming presence with his frame and his ability to just look for the right safe pass um, while also progressing the puck to really dangerous areas and also utilizing a pretty good shot, you have a really versatile player in him. And I think in in many situations, he'll be deployed as you know a, a PK guy. I think you can trust him even with some power play time. Gustafson can really do it all, and I'm very excited for him to finally reach the Jets. I think for me, he's probably one of my prime breakout candidates for next season. The problem is if he starts to be um, like typecast into this role where the Jets only see him as maybe like a third or a fourth liner. I think Gus has always been pegged as a player who is more defensively sound than anything, which kind of flies in the face of, of, of the evidence with him, suggesting that he really is somebody who has like genuinely great offensive chops. And as his moose scoring has ticked up over the years and he's increasingly become a pivotal part of that team, I really hope that he has managed to push people in the direction of recognizing that he is a potential stud for this team. I think he's a really fantastic player. Uh, some people have, have maybe compared him a little bit to like Amiko Koivu kind of player, uh, somebody who may not make the most flashiest of flashiest of plays, but because he's always in the right place, he's always making the right pass, and he has a great understanding of the ice where his teammates are on it and how to get the puck, again, to very dangerous areas, there is something there that will make him a natural magnet for creating offense. So I personally think this year is going to be his big breakout season. I don't know if he's going to get enough ice time to really start to show that to people, uh, but I... Personally, I, I'm very excited about him. I've always been a big fan of his, and I think he has been a super big sleeper with this organization. Uh, only people who have really watched the Moose or who just really love and research prospects probably recognize how good he's been, but it's just getting him into the right role with the Jets that I think is going to be the next stage of his development. And if he can prove that he really does deserve to you know, stay pretty high up at this level, I think the Jets have a truly special talent and somebody who might even, you know, one day slide into a top six center role because, I mean, the Jets don't really have a lot of elite centers anymore. Winnipeg's definitely running out. And if ever there was a time for somebody to show that they are suited to this, you know, this first or second line role, I think the opportunity there for Gustafson to maybe make a case for being the second line center is going to be there at some point. Obviously, it'll take some development and time for him to reach that. But, you know, with him and, and the way that he's developed over the years, I really feel like the sky is the limit with him. I think he's a very industrious, hardworking kid. He's got great skill. 
And it's just finding somebody who will recognize that. And maybe, you know, maybe Rick Bonus is the guy who will finally unearth the talent that exists within him. But, uh, you know, he's just one of many players that I think has the potential to have a really big 2022-23 season. We'll take a look at a few more skaters that I think are primed for that next great year and uh, see if any of these players might actually be very important for Winnipeg's hopefully upcoming playoff run. But before we go any further, I do want to shout out one of our partners at BetOnline.net. If you have heard me talk about BetOnline before, you know that, again, I'm not personally big into online betting myself. I don't know a ton about it. I'm, 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 you know, I'm usually behind the times with this kind of stuff. But even for somebody like me who doesn't really bet online at all, well, BetOnline.net made it easier than ever before. I was actually able to cast a bet on a Bundesliga match very simply. They explained all of the different stats categories, all of the different line, lines and odds. They made it easy for somebody who has no experience to make their first bet. And honestly, I actually want it, which is pretty darn cool. But, you know, BetOnline is so much more than just a betting site. They've also got uh, reviews and league news. They've got podcasts. They've got all the sports content you need around every sport you can imagine, whether you're into Major League Baseball, NFL football, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, golf, horse racing when the Triple Crown rolls around. Anything and everything you can imagine, they've got it on BetOnline.net. And they've even got Vegas casino games if you're not really into sports. It really couldn't be easier to get started. Just register for a free account on uh, betonline.net on your laptop or mobile device and check out all of the latest and hottest action right now because BetOnline is where the game starts. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. We are taking a look at uh, some players for Winnipeg that are, are maybe inside the prospect system and are frankly primed to do something really special for the Jets. Now, not every player here is going to be like some 40, 50, 60 plus point magic wonder kid that's going to show up out of nowhere and save this team. Let's be real. When I say breakout, I'm mostly looking for like really good standout performers, given the roles that they're going to be provided and given what they were drafted to do. So we'll take a look at some of these guys. David Gustafson was one that I think might be like my highest ceiling player in terms of uh, a guy who's going to be graduating from the Moose. We'll talk about another player in just a moment who I think is is probably even above that, but he's already had some time with the NHL club. Before we take a look at the skater, though, I do want to shout out a really cool thing for those of you who are NFL football fans. Uh, obviously, the upcoming season is going to be pretty crazy. There's going to be a lot of movers and shakers in the league. And if you're doing any sort of fantasy sports, it can be hard to keep up. That's why, you know, we're here to help to fi- help you figure out which NFL stars move the betting lines the most. Starting July 18th, Locked On gives you 50 of the most valuable players in the NFL from the oddsmakers at BetOnline. Again, it is available July 18th on, uh, on Locked On NFL, wherever you get your favorite podcasts, as well as YouTube. So you'll be able to subscribe for free and check out all of the latest news from Locked On NFL while staying up to date on the biggest movers and shakers in the league. Now, circling back towards... Uh, the Winnipeg Jets, obviously, you know, we are looking for some players who are, are primed to really help out this team because, let's be honest, the Jets haven't exactly had the most productive offseason so far. And, you know, looking at the depth, that's not exactly ideal. And I think that's why a guy like Cole Perfetti is primed for a huge, huge season for the Jets. Last year, Winnipeg had a lot of issues finishing. Now, Finishing talent sometimes can be a little bit random, and I think with the Jets, their shooting percentage was so abominably low that it's probably a lot to say 
that it was just down to roster construction. I think that there were a lot of uh, factors involved in why Winnipeg was just, well, crap at shooting the puck. And it wasn't just, you know, that they weren't shooting and they weren't creating. They actually had quite a few opportunities to score. It was just for one reason or another, getting the right bounces, getting the right shooting angles, and finally just putting the puck past the goalie was a bit of an issue. Now, I say that for the top six. With the bottom six, I think it was very clear as to why maybe these units really struggled to score. There just wasn't a lot of finishing talent there. And I think the Jets, um, for much of the season, only had a couple of lines that I would say were genuinely reliable at, at creating play and at finishing these these opportunities. So, uh, you know, Perfetti, I think, brings a really interesting dynamic. You're looking at a guy who, again, is a genius-level intellect. When I've watched him play uh, either at the junior level or at the AHL level for a little bit, um, and certainly at the NHL level, there's a consistent theme that he's just constantly working off the puck and trying to create. You know, if he needs to create a turnover and strip the puck from somebody, he's right there along the walls. He, you know, pre-positions himself perfectly to strip somebody. He's always got an eye for where the puck carrier is, and he's constantly getting in between the skater, the puck, uh, and then thieving it and creating a counter off of this. And I think that that is something that really goes under the radar. His defensive game is phenomenal. Uh, You know, for a guy his size, I think a lot of people underestimate just how smart he is and how defensively oriented he can be. And a lot of it is because he wants to take that defensive action and turn it into an offensive opportunity, which there just aren't many players like that that I've ever watched that are constantly hungry for the puck and looking to take it back no matter what. You see a lot of guys who do it as like a a manner of course, but I think the way Perfetti does it is truly something special because as soon as he gets the puck, he's immediately picking his head up. He's looking through uh, space. Sometimes he doesn't even have to look. You can just make some crazy no-look pass across the slot to a teammate that, quite frankly, they weren't even expecting and maybe mishandled because, I mean, who would even think to try something like that? But Perfetti does on a routine basis. With Cole, I think the one thing that he's going to have to work on this year, which the only way that he would really be able to work on it is if he's actually you know, able to stay healthy and, and get through the season, is just really using that shot of his. He has a monster release, and honestly, in the lower levels, levels of hockey, he had a fearsome one-timer. His wrister was elite. This guy was capable of picking corners on almost any single goalie he met. And I think last year he was probably a little bit unfortunate not to record a few more goals. Sometimes he would maybe overcook uh, holding onto the puck just a bit because he's always looking for that that perfect pass and like the highest percentage play. Sometimes I just want him to be a little bit more selfish and take the shot himself. But as a young rookie, it's totally understandable why he would maybe hesitate there. He's trying to be the best team player that he can be. And, you know, maybe he's building slowly confidence into uh, his game at the NHL level. But I think this year, uh, so long as he's able to stay healthy and make it through this entire season, I think he has a genuine shot to be one of our top performers. I've loved watching him. It's kind of the same way that I felt the first time that I watched Ehlers. You just see this genius player at work with phenomenal abilities. And look, he might not have like the craziest skating on the planet, but with Perfetti, that's never really mattered. He knows how to get himself into great positions. He still works with what he's got. And, you know, the sky is the limit for what he can truly become for this team. I think he's got elite skills in almost every single category. Uh, There's just, I don't know, man. 
when I talk about prospects who make it to the, the NHL for the Jets, <clears throat> guys like him are just truly one in a million. He's a super special talent, and I think the Jets would do well to put him in a really prime position somewhere in the top six. I think that that is uh, his best option because if you put him with players who maybe lack a little bit of elite offensive skill, I don't think you're going to see the truly special talent that Perfetti has in spades. But, you know, I'm, I'm curious to know how you all feel, feel about him. Let me know in the YouTube comments below or at my social medias at HLLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. Let me know who you would play him with because I think personally for me, um, I would personally want him to go with Mark Shifley, but with how Winnipeg's top six might be oriented this upcoming season, maybe they put him on the second line. I don't know how bonus is going to handle Wheeler kind of being a bit of a drag on that first line. Uh, I, I think it would be best if he was on the second or third, preferably the third, but who even knows if he would accept such a demotion. So remains to be seen, but again, let me know who you'd play Perfetti with. And uh, in just a moment after the break, we're going to take a look at a couple more skaters that I think might be due for a really big season, even if their role is going to be pretty minor. Hello, friends. Welcome back to these closing thoughts on tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. We are trying to make a, a little bit of lemon out of some rocks, to be honest. it's It's been, again, like I said, a bit of a rough uh, offseason so far. And I want to close out tonight with a couple of more skaters that I think could potentially have really big impacts on this upcoming Jet season. Before we go any further, though, just wanted to say thanks again so much for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. Now, checking out a couple of other guys, we've we've gone through Cole Perfetti and David Gustafson. The last two skaters that I'm going to talk about are players who might be in more depth roles, but who I think are going to give the Jets some considerable punch uh, down the lineup. And it's something that is going to be necessary because the Jets haven't done a lot to fortify it through, for, through free agency or through trades. The first guy we're going to circle back to is Morgan Barron. Now, Morgan, of course, came through on the cop trade. And, uh, you know, his his upside is probably not much more than like a middle six forward. But I think Barron's size, his skill in handling the puck, uh, and actually his pretty darn good mobility make him a very interesting player for me. I think that there is a genuine bona fide depth player here that can like play a really pivotal role in offensive scoring and creation, which is interesting because he doesn't really, uh, or at least my expectation was not this coming into uh, the trade and him arriving to the Jets, but he's shown some extremely soft hands. He's got great hand-eye coordination. I think his offensive positioning is very good. I think that he was able to find himself in dangerous shooting spaces, which is pretty cool. We don't have a lot of those players uh, at the moment who have done that for the third or fourth lines. So if Barron can be a consistent offensive threat and give the Jets some considerable punch further down the lineup, I'd be thrilled with that. I think Winnipeg could definitely use a great finisher and somebody who's also great at finding good passing and shooting lanes. And so far, Barron seems to be there. I know that his game probably will have some gaps and, you know, maybe his on-ice results are going to be a little bit eye-watering for the first bit, especially as the Jets don't have a ton of really talented bottom sixers to kind of round out the roster. But, you know, as far as Barron is concerned, I think he could definitely hit 25, 30 points, um, and I think, you know, for what he'll bring to this team, he's the kind of guy that I could see maybe becoming like a Mason Appleton kind of player. I don't know if his defensive impacts will ever quite match that, but 
Uh, I'm not going to write it off either. I'm excited to see what he can do, and hopefully the Jets, again, put him in a prime position to succeed and show off what he has in terms of skill sets. Now, the last player that I want to focus on for breakouts, uh, especially among the younger group, it's going to be Dylan Sandberg. Sandberg is showing us some things that I think we've always been hopeful for uh, in terms of like a best-case scenario with him. I, at one point, thought that he could become a really good second-pairing defender. Top pairing was probably a little bit much, but I think second pairing is a very reasonable uh, thought process as to where his ceiling might be. And so far, Sandberg is actually living up to the hype, which, you know, as as much as we might talk about prospects being surefire things and stuff, most of them generally aren't. It's actually very rare that you see a guy hit a ceiling. And yet Sandberg has shown us confidence on the puck. He's got a great first pass. His skating in possession is very strong. He can transition the puck out of the defensive zone effectively. And inside the offensive zone, he's shown off very good vision. I think that his understanding of how to cycle effectively, how to create good passing and shooting lanes for his teammates, and how to be a mobile uh, support beacon on the back end, all of this stuff leads me to think that this guy has a really long-term future with the Jets. I was excited to see him finally healthy and getting some reps with Winnipeg. Obviously, it didn't quite last as long because, again, he had some injury concerns and stuff, and it's been kind of a a small theme over the past couple of years. But, you know, as long as he stays healthy and as long as he can um, really continue to perform, I think the Jets have a a real gem in Sandberg. I think Dylan's got a great shot. I think his vision is smart, and I think his understanding and awareness of his role on his pairing, it's, it's kind of where he's a really good facilitator maybe not you know the the number one defender on that pairing or something but somebody who can really be a a great compliment in the way that josh morrissey is so i'm excited for him um you know there there is a guy in in the jet system that i think might also do a lot of the same stuff but maybe be a bit more offensively inclined of course that's Vili heinola but i don't know if uh, he's gonna be here by the time camp rolls around I've always kind of been concerned that Heinola might get traded. If he is somebody who's going to stick around and be a part of this future team, I do suspect that he will you know, be another really big breakout candidate. But again, I just kind of worry that he is going to be one of the odd men out. But you know, for now, I think these four guys are, are players that we can focus on. I might talk about a few more other players from the more veteran side that I could see having really big bounce back seasons or just having big years in general. Uh, And we'll focus on some of these guys most likely next week. But as far as tonight's episode is concerned, that is going to be all the time that we have. Again, I just wanted to say thanks again so much for making us your first listen of the day every day. While you're at it, though, I also wanted to let you know that you should make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. You can find it on the same platforms that you find us on, Odyssey, YouTube, Spotify, Megaphone, You know, the list goes on and on. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on one of those platforms. We really love and appreciate the support. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Have a great night, and go Jets go.